Sometimes there will fall upon us an unusual faith. It's just like it falls upon us. And it enables us to do things that we could not before have done. I had that happen to me in the 1970s after I was born again. And at the time, I owned a small business in American Indian Arts in Dallas, Texas. One day into my shop came a little short fat man, and I noticed that he was wearing a tie clasp of a pair of handcuffs. Turned out that he was a deputy sheriff. He said, little lady, do you know such and such a man? And I said, no, I don't believe I do. He said, well, he knows you. He's suing you for a million dollars. I had no idea who this man was. And secondly, I probably didn't have more than a thousand to two thousand dollars in my bank account. And here this man is suing me for a million dollars. It was absolutely ludicrous. The deputy sheriff handed me legal papers and left my shop, and I went in my office and just took the papers and threw them over on a counter because it was just so so silly. A few days later, I was stricken with the thought, if I don't answer these charges that had been leveled against me, I could lose my business. If this man could get judgment against me, he could take everything, all my merchandise, and basically put me out of business. Turned out that he was a traveling salesman of American Indian jewelry, and he would come to a motel in Dallas and rent a room and advertise that his merchandise could be purchased for less 70% of the retail price. At that period of time, a big movement was sweeping the United States, and Indian subjects were very popular, and American Indian arts was very, very popular. People were buying it in ways that they've never bought it before or since. We were at the peak of an explosion of an American Indian art merchandise. This man had filed charges with the city of Dallas, I suppose, against me and several other dealers in American Indian arts. And the way he attached me to the lawsuit was Dallas Morning News had come to me asking me if I would write an article for their newspaper helping protect people on the subject of purchasing American Indian arts. I did write the article, and I warned the people about fake jewelry that was being purchased, which was virtually worthless. And this man charged me, along with the other dealers in Dallas, in a conspiracy charge of trying to keep him from doing business in Dallas. In addition to attaching several other dealers to the charge, 
he filed a conspiracy against the Better Business Bureau of both Dallas and Fort Worth. It was a ridiculous situation. And it was really shocking to me because at that time I learned a person in the United States doesn't really have to have grounds to sue you. They can just file a suit against you. I was very shocked. After it was all over, I prayed to God that I would never be in a lawsuit again. That prayer was certainly answered. But what to do about this lawsuit? Because it drug on for two or three months before the court date. And every week I would get a bill from my lawyer, $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 for legal work. At the rate I was going, I would be bankrupt in a matter of weeks. For I just didn't have any money. Everything I had was in merchandise. I was a new Christian at the time. I'm sure I prayed and asked God for help and asked him to show me what to do. I didn't know much about following God, but I'm sure I would have done that. One day, a scripture was called in my mind, and it is in Isaiah chapter 54 and is verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I began to look at this. This lawsuit is a weapon that was formed against me. And the Bible says it won't prosper. And the more I looked at it, I thought, well, I'm a servant of God now. I'm born again. And my righteousness is of God. And this lawsuit cannot prosper against me. Because that's what the Bible says. And I thought about that, and I thought, why am I paying a legal firm to represent me when no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. So I called my attorney and told him, I said, now, Gordon, I am a Christian, and here is a scripture from the Bible. And I read it to him. And I said, I have decided to release you from being my attorney and go to court without any human legal counsel. Let's read that scripture again. No weapon that's formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. I thought I had very strong grounds to dismiss my attorney and planned to represent myself in court. Gordon was horrified. He said, Joan, you can't do this. You don't realize how evil these courts are. 
you can't do this. He said, we're willing to work with you at the law firm. Why? He said, it will only take about $10,000 more to try your case. I was shocked. And I just screamed out, $10,000 more. Gordon, don't do anything else. And I planned to go to court without any human legal counsel. About two weeks later, Gordon came into my shop and he said, Joan, at the law firm, we've discussed your case and we have decided to represent you without any further legal expense. What is going on? Just a few weeks earlier, he said it would take $10,000 more to try the case. And now he's telling me it's free? I didn't hear God mentioned in that statement. And so I just said to Gordon, I'm going to have to get back with you on this. And I began praying. I said, what do you want me to do about this? And I was reminded of something that happened to Abraham. It's in Genesis chapter 14. Start at verse 21. And the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. They had just won a battle. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldst say, I have made Abram rich. And I knew God was telling me, Turn down that free legal service. So I called Gordon and told him I could not accept the free legal service. I told Gordon, I said, now look, Gordon, this Bible has promises of God in it. And either they are real for us today who belong to God, or they're just a history book. And if it's just a history book with no power, I don't want anything to do with the Bible. And this is a good time to test it and really see. I was, of course, terrified. At one point, I had gone to my pastor because I was just such a new Christian. I had gone to him to present the case to him. En route to the appointment with the pastor, I prayed for God to give him wisdom. The pastor listened to what I was doing based upon Isaiah fifty-four seventeen, And he said, Joan, I perceive that you have the faith to do this this way. Later, as I was reading 1 Corinthians 12 about the spiritual gifts, I read about the spiritual gift of faith. And later, years later, I came to believe 
that this thing that had happened to me was a spiritual gift of faith. It was like faith just fell on me to be able to do this. Probably about four months passed before the court date was scheduled. During that time, God gave me many, uh, I think it was about 14 different scriptures. And I took those scriptures and I would look at them to sustain me and build my strength and faith and courage to continue the way I was going. I took those scriptures and recorded them on a cassette tape on both sides of the tape. And at night when I went to bed, I would play the tape. And when I woke in the night, I would turn the tape over and play the other side of the tape and fall asleep hearing those scriptures. Six days before we were to go to trial, I received a phone call from this man's lawyer who was suing me. He said, I'm calling you because you don't have a lawyer, but I want to tell you that my client dropped all charges, so there will be no trial. And I said, he dropped all charges against me, or did he drop all charges against everyone? And this lawyer said he cut everyone loose. It was over. This man's lawyer said, we told him he had no grounds to attach you to this lawsuit. But he was like a madman. He would not listen to us. A week or so later, Gordon came into my shop and he said, Joan, I just want you to know this. At the law firm, we have talked about your case for weeks. And I want you to know that we believe what you said happened, happened. That no weapon formed against you would prosper based upon the Bible. Then it was over. I think it was a gift of faith given to me, and I think it probably affected everything that I have done for the next 40 years in the subject of faith. You can believe the Bible. It's real. It has the power of God in it. And when the Holy Spirit gives you a scripture, the way I was given a scripture, it will not fall. If you are hunting your own scripture, I don't think it's very safe. But if the Spirit of God gives you a scripture, anything is possible to your behalf. And nothing is impossible with God when he tells you something this way. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.